Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. I'm going to release the Kraken. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is America Unplugged right here on Rockfin and on AmericaUnplugged.com. Anywhere you can find the greatest of podcasts, you will find America Unplugged. So make sure you go out and do that. Spread the word. What's up? How you doing? It's been a week already since we last met. And uh, of course, things continue to roll down uh, the hill of uh, disaster. I think I think that's good. The hill of disaster. What is going on, Tony Arterburn? I see you. What's going on? Tell the people what's going on. Well, we're 47 episodes in. Oh, and wow. I think I can define what a, what a good show is. I think we have a good show. <laughs> uh, but the elites and our, our ruling class cannot define what a recession is. And Wikipedia has changed the definition 22 times in the last 48 hours. They've now stopped all, all contributions to change the definition hmm. of a recession. And they've also changed the definition of the word definition, by the way. Uh, wow. over on Webster. Wow. So yeah, uh, we'll try to, we'll try to keep a consistent, uh, sane, sane take on things. Dude, folks. I'm going to continue that, to change it. That seems to be the new trend. The new assault on reality is changing the definition of words. You know, uh, we've, we thought that they were one thing for so long. And then all of a sudden, no, that's not what it means. Are you crazy? It means this. And it's always meant this. Uh, I've been going through very similar things in my personal life with, with words and changing and all in the name of sensitivity or God knows what, I don't know. I I don't know what it is, but, um, it's certainly not a good deal. It's, it's in some areas, it's sensitivity in other areas. It's just complete deception. They don't want you to know that we're in probably a depression at this point, the way things are going. I've never seen anything like it. Shelves are empty, literally. I, and you, you know what? When this, this uh, hashtag empty shelves started, I didn't see it. I saw a little bit here. Now I freaking see it. It's happening. Okay. It's, you know, so I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. You know, so, hey, it is what it is. Tone, uh, you got anything else to say? I cut you off. I'm sorry. Well, no. Well, they also changed the definition of vaccine about a year and a half ago, too, to uh, to fit the current reality. So they're going to continue to change. Oh, and, uh, you know, we've got now, uh, what is it? Father's milk is now uh, from the <laughs> breast of the Phoenix Society. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, sorry about that, guys. That really hurt. I don't know if you guys heard that, and I'm okay. sorry for the audience. Um, damn, father's milk, I don't want any of that. All right, just, just to be clear. Don Jeffries, the legendary, what is going on? Well, I think we need, need to credit uh, all these redefinitions. We need to credit the, the father of this speech, and that would be the, the great Bill Clinton, you know, who once said, you know, it depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he, he, re- he said, you know, what the meaning of the word is, is. So I think he set, a, uh, set us down that path, and we can thank him for uh, that and so many other things. But, uh, yeah, we're obviously we're 
in uh, absolutely insane times. And also, I think we can talk a little bit about, I didn't mention it before, but uh, I think, I'm sure Tony uh, is a big fan of this too. The inflation reduction bill, it's almost, uh, I think it's three quarters of a trillion dollars and uh, they're not cutting any spending because they're spending almost a trillion new dollars, but they're going to cut inflation by attacking not racism this time, but the other great boogeyman, climate change. So right. you can imagine how much money we'll be saving on that. So looking forward to that because things will definitely be improving. Sounds fantastic. And of course, we have a guest this week, Mr. John Jeffries. What is going on? No relation to Don. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's up, John? How you doing, man? Oh, good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Tell yeah. the people what's up. Yeah, just living in this crazy America. I've the economy and everything since the COVID hoax has really been uh, spiraling downhill. So yeah, just man. seeing what's, what happens next, you know? Yeah. We're, we're about to find out. Right. And yeah. we can look at that as a positive thing or as a negative thing or both. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there, there's no denying that we're about to find out everything that, that, uh, that we've been speculating about for some time. Okay. Let's get into the show. Ladies and gents, I want to start off with Donald Trump and 9 11. Because, you know, he was going to, you know, uh, give all the secrets of 9-11. He was going to release all the files. He was going to get to the bottom of what happened on September 11th here in New York City. My guy, Donald Trump, uh, you know, and uh, a couple of uh, Saudi Arabian, you know, uh, dollars or money or whatever they call their money over there, man. <laughs> uh, you know, you put you you line Donald Trump's pockets and he's uh, he's going to say anything. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of people that are pretty upset. And 9/11 Justice, I, I, this was this is an organization. Uh, I'm not for, very familiar with them, but I want to go ahead and, and and reach out to them and maybe bring somebody on the show to talk about uh, what they're feeling. So Donald Trump has uh, what did he sponsor? I mean, you you, you clarify for me, Tone. Um, there's a golf tournament that he's putting on in New Jersey that is sponsored by the Saudi Arabians, right? Right. By the government of Saudi Arabia or whatever. And uh, he's talking about how much money these golfers are going to be making. But people are pissed, right? Because 15 of the 19 alleged 9-11 hijackers were Saudi Arabian, right? And uh, they look at this as a slap in the face to all the 9-11 families, right? And I, I, I would agree with them, especially coming from a former president of the United States. For some, he is still the president of the United States and forever will be. Either way, he fucked up, right? Um, but not, not, not if you follow Donald Trump's frame of mind, and not if you follow his mo, right? And what he does, um, it's money. That's it. He doesn't care. He cares about money. It's not America first. It's money first. It's not America first. It's Donald Trump first. That's what it is. And if it's not evident to you now, I don't know what the hell else to tell you, right? At at this point, because uh, he's putting everything. He's putting himself in front of everything at this point. Let me let me see if I can play the clip, and then I'll get your uh, your thoughts on this tone. Uh, and we'll go around the panel, of course. Here we go. Help me appreciate your appreciate your decision to host this event. Well, I've known these people for a long time in Saudi Arabia, and they've been friends of mine for a long time. Uh, they've invested in many American companies. They own big percentages of many, many American companies. And uh, frankly, what they're doing for golf is so great. What they're doing for the players is so great. The salaries are going to go way up. Uh, the PGA was not loved by a lot of the players, as you know, for a long time. 
Now they have an alternative and nobody would have ever known there was going to be a gold rush like this. I think nobody ever knew that they were going to be paying signing bonuses. The prize money was going to be much higher, you know, four, five, six times higher. So instead of a million dollars, you'd win five or seven or eight, uh, a lot of money. And it's even going up. So, uh, but the PGA Tour hasn't reacted well. You're so closely associated with the city of New York. Yeah. You, of all people, understand the passion surrounding 9-11. What do you say to those family members who protested earlier this week and will be doing so again on Friday? Well, nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately, and they should have, as to the maniacs that did that horrible thing to our city, to our country, to the world. So nobody's really been there. But I can tell you that uh, there are a lot of really great people that are out here today, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to celebrate, and money's going to charity. (laughs) A lot of money's going to charity. And you have really the best players in the world, many of the best players in the world. And soon you'll probably have all of them because remember this, if there's a merger, the people that didn't come, they will never get anything except a thank you from people that took advantage of them. Can you help me appreciate your decision? All right. So a couple of things there that I want to concentrate on real quick. You know, he goes, um, we still have to get to the bottom of 9-11. We haven't gotten down to the bottom of 9-11. And a lot of people would look at that comment in, you know, in, in a favorable light, be like, oh, yeah, that's true. All he's saying here is the Saudis didn't do it. We can't prove it. And so don't get on me for this. That's what he's saying, straight up and down. Then uh, another thing, right, because journalism is freaking dead in this country. And it may be around the world, but definitely in this country. So the guy says something like that, a loaded statement, right, when it comes to the mainstream and the journalist or whomever is, is conducting this interview doesn't follow up on it. Well, Mr. President, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what, what do those words mean? What are you talking about when you say they haven't gotten down to the bottom of 9-11? I thought this was done. What, what kind of information do you have? Care to elaborate, sir? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just let it go. Just let it go and see what develops, man. So everybody's going along to get along here. Donald Trump is covering up for the Saudi Arabian government, the Saudi Arabian government, so he can make his money. And this presenter or interviewer journalist is just going along to get along. He's not trying to ask any questions. He's not trying to 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 uh, you know shake the boat up a little bit. He's not trying to do any of that stuff. All he wants to do is collect a paycheck and get out. I spoke to the president today. Could you believe it? Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I was next to him. Yeah, it was amazing. Okay. Kept right on going. That's what he's going to tell his family and his friends. He's probably posted a picture on Instagram of him and the president. And that's it. Forget about asking questions. Forget about really pressing these people. And this is a problem here in the alternative media. But it's, it's, it's especially a problem in the mainstream. Uh, Tony Arterburn, what is up? What are you thinking about this whole deal? Yeah, if only he'd been president. You know, he could have gotten to the bottom of, of 9-11. Uh, you know, it's, I believe, it not it an 18-page redaction in the 9-11 Commission report? Am I right about it? Is it 18 pages? It reminded me of the 18-and-a-half-minute gap uh, of Richard Nixon's audio recordings from the White House. You know, it's long been rumored that that uh, covered up a mention of the JFK assassination, some tie back to Howard Hunt and the CIA and and blowback and all the rest. And I think that's, again, you, the Saudi involvement in 9-11. I mean, look at uh, the bin Laden's meeting with uh, George Bush Sr. There, I think they were at the Willard Hotel uh, or maybe Chilling. the Ritz uh, in, right. in Washington, D.C. 
on that morning. And they were the only like the Saudi families and the bin Laden's were the only people allowed to fly when America became a complete no fly zone uh, the next day. Right. So they have massive involvement with the deep state. You know, we've been we've had ties to them going back to FDR. You know, they we realized that uh, they had this massive oil reserve and we said, hey, look, you know, you can keep your pedophile kingdom and all the things that you do. But we're going to extract oil, you know, and we use them to bring down the Soviet Reagan, you know, had them up their oil output. So they've long, long you know, Saudi Arabia is a, in many ways a vassal state of, of our deep state. And so no, Donald Trump, uh, it's just, you know, I got a text why, why we went live from the DNC or the RNC, excuse me, GOP, and he said, uh, <laughs> same thing. Uh, they text me, say, grab your MAGA hat and popcorn and, and tune in for something that Trump's doing. And I'm like, uh -huh. you know, look, guys, <laughs> everything that this guy touches, everything you guys touch, uh, it turns to garbage. You know, everybody says that you turn uh, everything uh, woke goes broke and all the rest, but everything that they touch turns to garbage. And it seems like, uh, the same thing here with with Trump and he you know remember look you go back to his campaign in 2016 what did he want what did he say we're going to bomb the oil remember we're going to bomb ISIS and their oil capabilities did anybody ever bomb any oil no no we didn't bomb any oil that's that's where the money is so um so much again Thomas Jefferson said it best uh, merchants have no country right right not putting right. your country first this is not America first to allow uh, big business and especially big oil and Saudi, the Saudi government to, you know, again, get be completely untouchable in the realm of, of what happened on 9-11. And, and Donald Trump's certainly not sticking up for those families. Raleigh in the chat says, Tucker Carlson says, if you want, uh, if you want to get to the bottom of 9-11, uh, you are a parasite. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was something like that. I, I know Tucker Carlson isn't very receptive to 9-11 truth. Don Jeffries, what are you thinking? Well, I think that sound clip was uh, that was classic Trump, wasn't it? I mean, if you if you had to, there's so many things. If you if you had like a an audio dictionary for people or whatever, uh, that's the kind of clip you would put to, to encompass this in the whole of Donald Trump's personality. He throws a conspiratorial tidbit out there. You know, they haven't got they haven't gotten to the bottom of that yet, and they should. Again, like Tony said, if only you'd been president, you might have been able to look into it. But uh, so he just throws that out there to try to keep the people who, you know, as Roger Stone told me so long ago, he knows about all the conspiracies and he always throws those things in there, but he never goes any farther. And then, of course, it's done in the context of Saudi Arabia. And I've always thought that Saudi Arabia was a fallback position for the government if they ever kind of like the mafia was in the JFK assassination. Maybe they'll blame Saudi Arabia, you know, because it's not we, we all know it. As Alex Jones said, one thing he got right, it was an inside job. But uh, so Trump is alluding to that. But then then he's, he's doing this under the context of, of you're talking about anti-populism. He's there defending the right of, of golfers to make even more money. And he says as if like the PGA Tour doesn't you talk about like, the most gravy job in the world. I mean, you can finish in like 20th place in one tournament and be a one percenter. I mean, it's it's I, I can't all pro athletes have it made to, to one degree or another, but. I think golfers are at the top of the list because they, they don't exactly expend a lot of effort. And this is a game that, you know, that retired people play. So my friend, John Barber's 89 and he golfs five times a week. So uh, of course <laughs> they do it. They do it. They do it very well. Obviously there it's, it's a very hard game. I know, but uh, I don't think you're going to win too many converts 
it's it's not it's not the way uh, your populist rhetoric went in the 2000 campaign. Let's feel sorry for the PGA golfers because that, so you know Saudi Arabia will pay them even more. It's like the salary is going to go way up, and that's that's Donald Trump concentrating on stuff that matters to no one. And but he'll throw a tidbit in there about 9/11 that really, as you say, may distract away from pe- people thinking the Saudis had something to do with it. But that's that's Trump, and he he really is. Every time I hear him speak now, I just kind of cringe because it's just. It's like a dog and pony show. The act got old so long ago. I mean, it's it's like he's like uh, I don't know. It's like Henny Youngman made a comeback or something on the stage and is is trying to say you know, take my wife, please. You know, for the, like the eight millionth time. You know, they just come come up with these corny jokes that are long out there. Trump is outdated, and uh, but unfortunately, he still has millions of people that hang on his every word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The PGA tour. They're not happy about this. <laughs> John, what's up, buddy? What do you got? You got any takes on this? Yeah, uh, it's just interesting. Trump, he just seems to be like he tries to do this floor show where he, like like my dad said and uh, Tony said, he just he throws out little conspiracy nuggets that he acts like he wants to get to the bottom of 9-11, but he doesn't talk about our own government, like Cheney ordering NORAD to stand down or... You know, who would gain after 9-11, after all our wars in the Middle East yeah. and everything that happened after that. So it's just more Trump being Trump. You know, I, I fell for Trump, you know, in 2016. You know, I, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, and and just how woke and crazy the liberals got, I, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. But after after what happened with the election and everything and how he didn't he didn't pardon Julian Assange, he didn't stand up for all the January 6 prisoners in prison I just I'm tired I'm tired of hearing from Trump basically so who's Julian Assange I don't know I don't get down like that yeah you know, exactly. I have no idea this is what Trump said not me yeah I should yeah. maybe I should have done it in my Trump voice but he was like who, who? Yeah. WikiLeaks what's WikiLeaks I have no idea what is that I don't do things like that. No, I, I agree, John. I agree. Um, there, you know, and and I understand the appeal of a Donald Trump in 2016. Of course, he was running against, uh, you know, the most horrible person in the world, the B six 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 Hillary Clinton. Um, so you know, it was it was a gift wrap for him, the presidency almost, right? And she almost won. You know, she won the popular vote. Um, th- that's how bad it was. But uh, I can understand, you know, um, heading over to Trump and casting a ballot. Um, not anymore. Nobody gets a, a pass on this shit now. Do it. You do it now. I don't know what yeah. to tell you at this point. Yeah. So, really, really think we could get a um, celebrity golf tournament tour to raise money for the people that were hurt by Trump's shot? No, I mean, maybe somebody should ask him that. Let's yeah. that's, that's that's <laughs> exactly, approach. Yeah. Uh, let's approach the PGA. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll they'll want to do this to to get back at Trump for for raise backing a different for league. Of warp speed, uh, right. and it just it just seems like such dirty money that he, he's openly admitting like being proud Saudi Arabia sponsoring the golf tournament as if yeah. it just seems like doil, dirty oil money to me as well. So hmm. no, you're probably right, man. It's a, it's it's a disaster. But this guy go, you know, they said that initially he could shoot somebody in 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 the 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 White House lawn and it'd be all good. People would just excuse him. So this is what's happening here. You know, there's a lot of people that that won't see the hypocrisy in all this and won't see that Trump yeah. is only out for himself. I mean, it, this is the the most recent but biggest example so far that he really doesn't give a shit. Uh, make America first. He, he's not making America first. I mean, this is easy pickings. If I was running against him, he, he, he lays out the argument for you. People just have to exploit it, you know, and and. And I hit him back with it. So whomever's running against Trump, just don't forget this. 
Um, but they will. It's all a dog and pony show. It's all the worst things ever, regardless what's up. Um, okay. We're leaving the subject, right? We're, we're done with it, right? Do we want to talk about anything else before we leave? Does anybody has any, have anything to say? I'm good, Billy. All right. We're, we're moving on. Let less Trump, more news. <laughs> yeah. He's just a big, a big orange distraction at this That's point. That's right. I agree, man. I agree. <laughs> Uh, DNA uh, bioweapons. So let, let's talk about that. Another thing that the alternative media said wasn't a thing, you know, for a while because, uh, you know, um, viruses didn't exist. Bioweapons didn't exist. All of this stuff. Now it's, you know, it's and we've known about this for quite some time here in the alternative. We always uh, warn against using sites like 23andMe uh, because they'll get a, a hold of your DNA. And quite frankly, I think it's inevitable now. I, I don't think, uh, you know, 20 doing not doing 20, 23andMe. Is going to make a lick of difference for people. They're still going to get your DNA if they want it, and they probably already have it in some way, shape, or form, but they've created biological weapons that are specific to an individual, meaning if they want to kill uh, Tony Arterburn or if they want to kill me, they can just do it with a bioweapon that's specific to me and won't harm anybody else in the room just to me. That being said, they also have bioweapons now that can wipe out entire ethnic groups. Um, and, and we've, uh, been weary about stuff like that here in the alternative for quite some time also. And we've been called crackpots for thinking about things like this. Now it is admitted fact, ladies and gents, this is what's going on. Tony, what's up? Well, do you think they designed something targeting 42 year old Capricorn talk show hosts? Is that why we would be affected <laughs> in the room full of people? Damn, man. Two, two of us be gone at that point. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, no, um, this is the, the end game, right? We've been talking about this for years, and you go back uh, decades. They've been talking about designing uh, or, or these um, designer bioweapons mm -hmm. to target specific groups. Um, you know, and again, that you ask the question, you know, depopulation. How do you get there? Well, you know, they have a, a term Henry Kissinger called uh, a great bit of the third world useless eaters, and I think they all think of us this way now. You know, so, I mean, you could you could target somebody around genetic lines, uh, around age lines. Right. Kind of like a Logan's run. <laughs> you could start targeting people. Uh, and I think this is the wet dream of of psychopathic lizard people elite. I mean, this is what they want. They want and they want your information, too. And we've been it's not just the 23 and me, Billy. Uh, what about all this testing? Everybody had to go get a test. Wait in line. Get a test. I Am I sick? I don't know. I need a test. They scrape you, right? They give a little bit. And and there was reports, what, five, six months into the scamdemic? Hey, they're sending off these PCR tests to China or mm -hmm. unknown, undisclosed. Look, they're going to be coding all your DNA information and looking for some. They're building databases off of DNA. Yeah. Right. We all know this now. And these companies like 23andMe and others harvesting that and people voluntarily giving it to them. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, in, I'm a military veteran. So that's that ship has sailed. Like they have everything of mine. I mean, right. all my DNA, everything's stored in some <laughs> underground facility somewhere. I'm toast. But if you don't have to, don't give up your DNA. Don't give. Don't get a test unless. I mean, again, if you're really sick, I guess fine. But um, usually, if you're really sick, you just try to get better. You don't really need a test for anything. Uh, so but anyway, this is what uh, I think the data collection was all about. I think they're continuing to build that. Um, that uh, the, all those files on people and connecting the dots across the globe. It, think about what you could track too, Billy, with with DNA. They've caught serial killers. They've caught people right. on cold cases because people on 23andMe. 
think about that because they're like, oh, well, that we had this DNA sample, but no, no other comparisons. And then it hits 23 and me. They're able to do cross analysis years later, decades later yeah. and find people. That's insanity, man. This is this is what we're facing right now. It's not good. Don, what's up? What are you thinking? Well, you know, the whole DNA thing, obviously, it's it's it, it, it served good purposes. There's untold numbers of uh, prisoners that have uh, sometimes been in jail for decades because of our corrupt injustice system that can right. continually convicts innocent people. And uh, so they're related, you know, they're released after their lives have been destroyed. But uh, you know, maybe maybe they'll cut them a check. But but on the other side, you know, the, this has obviously, uh, especially considering who would be wielding that power. I mean, I, I for instance, I, I will never give blood for a long time. I've said because I don't want to plan it at a crime scene. You know, that's the way I think. You know, I think that you know, I I, I don't want to give them something of me, and they're going to have to come and get it. You know, like they do suspects, they follow them around and wait for them to discard a paper cup, and they get the DNA. For some reason, they're allowed to do that. I'm not sure why why the ACLU is okay with that, but they can. So I, I fear that, and this also plays into what uh, uh, what is happening with uh, the vaccines. You know, just yeah. another DNA question is, is Bill Gates has uh, said or not said, you know, Snopes claims he didn't say it. Conspiracy people said he did, uh, that, uh, you know, that these vaccines uh, could possibly alter your DNA. So there's a lot of questions around DNA, but... Um, you know, great advancement in, in many ways. Like I said, it, it, it can help free people from prison, but uh, it really has even more concerns, you know, in privacy and civil liberty, especially again, because you have to look at the people in charge and look at the, look at the stuff they do routinely on a daily basis. And so would they, and we don't know, it might've already been done. I'm talking about planning blood at a crime scene. Uh, you know, I'm not saying OJ or something, but I mean, theoretically they could do it, right? Because if they have your, and they could plant your, if they have your DNA, they could probably figure out a way to do that. If they wanted to, and we know they frame people all the time. So um, I kind of, uh, you know, DNA kind of frightens me because of that, because there's a lot of potential there for an already out of control government to do even more uh, mischief to people. Yeah, they, they have uh, every avenue for complete and total manipulation of uh, an individual through DNA, you know, and, and, much like social media, much like our our um, social media profiles and, and information about us, you know, we willingly give that over to these people. That's what's happened to our DNA. We've willingly given it up. And and it's it's a double edged sword, like Don was talking about. It brings incredible benefits. Right. But people want to know. I'm curious as shit to know, you know, what my DNA says about where I come from. But I'm not going to go to 23andMe and give them my stuff. That being said, they probably already have my stuff. Not necessarily 23andMe, but whatever government agency is mapping all of this stuff out, right? I've been to hospitals. They've, they've, you know, they've done, I've had a COVID test twice, you know, because I had to do it in order to freaking operate in this city. So, yeah, they probably already have my stuff, right? But, but willingly giving this over, um, giving this information over to these people, they're, they're, you know, we're facilitating it. Um, what, 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 what these people can possibly do uh, with that information, and they're showing it right now. You know, and I think um, while it it has great benefits, it also has incredible, you know, negatives to it. It's like it's like the Garden of Eden. You know, eating the apple brought a certain amount of 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 wisdom. You know, well, maybe we don't call it wisdom, but a certain amount of awakening. But it also got you kicked out of the garden. 
you know um so i mean it's the same thing going on here what's up john all right yeah i mean this is just another science fiction type article where we see like from science fiction movies like resident evil or walking dead or whatever where you know the whole world is like an apocalypse and we know from our leaders and you know ted ted turner bill gates prince charles they love to talk about how they want to reduce the population so what better way of keeping our dna when they can get it um and you know storing it for eugenist type purposes you know whether that's uh, some kind of forced sterilization or just engineering some kind of big war in the future or <laughs> or trying to encourage people to have as few kids as possible they they want to reduce the population by at least 80 or 90 percent they've said several times so you know i i never got to talk about them blowing up the georgia guidestones i was i was on vacation when that happened you know and i was like they blew up the georgia guidestones like they don't exist anymore right no like they're, they're gone yeah. so for one thing i'm pretty bummed about that because i never got to go see them right and i always was like i used to drive by georgia and i was like you know at one point i'm gonna make a detour or i'm gonna have whoever driving whoever's driving me make a detour and um go see these things because i wanted to go see them and i never got to see them second it's gonna become a thing of myth it's not going to become a thing of fact people are going to say right. hey we had georgia guidestones man and they said right. it, you know i think we need to eliminate what is it 500 we need to have uh, the population be yeah. at 500 Un- million for, yes. for, for and leave, leave room for nature something like that right we're not a cancer yeah. on here <laughs> right yeah. and, and and we're going to say that and 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 people are not going to believe it and we won't have we won't have the record for that you know, um, and, and and so that's what concerned me about blow, blowing up the guidestones. I think we should have left them there because it's evidence. Right, right exactly. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it, too. It's it's wiping away their evidence. Almost. Right. If something, right. If something right. was to happen in the future, we don't have that giant stone there. Like, oh, and I, don't, I don't think they're looking to they're even even attempting to try to find out who did it. Right. All the security <laughs> cameras around. Some other, oh. So it's like a school shooting, man. They just, nobody cameras can't catch this stuff. So whoever <laughs> exactly. did it. It's and a the big time capsule was with missing with all the cameras the around now. Yeah. The time capsule is missing. You said, yeah, there is that there was a you know a, right. a plaque that said you know time capsule will be open on and it was blank. Well, when they tore everything down, they went to go look for the time capsule. There is no time capsule. Beautiful, beautiful, great stuff. So that what John said just sparked that in my mind. So I'm sorry for going somewhere else, but but uh, but yeah, you know, the, there's this argument that they want to bring down the population, right? And and um. This DNA and and our social media footprint can be used to create an artificial human in the future. Um, so when when we think of oh man, I, I really wish I got to meet Don Jeffries. Unfortunately, I was born at whatever time. They'll just you know take Donald Jeffries' social media footprint and his DNA and merge it together, and boom, there's Don Jeffries. You know, or or at least a version of Don Jeffries. These are this is what people are going to try to interpret as immortality, but it won't be Don Jeffries. It'll be some type of a, of a crazy clone of of Don Jeffries, you know, or some shit like that. So these, I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but Black Mirror people, that's all. Go go watch Black Mirror, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. It's going to happen without without a doubt, in my opinion. John, any any uh, closing thoughts on it? No, I think we pretty much covered that, but. How did you get crazy. into all of this, John? What, what, how, how did you get into doing um, what we do? 
it's pretty long, long time ago now, but I'd say probably I didn't really wake up till I was about 19 or 20. Uh, just seeing kind of like the college scams. And uh, I, I actually I first woke up watching the Jesse Ventura conspiracy theory show. And a- after that, I started uh, going down the rabbit hole, watching Alex Jones, David Icke, all that stuff. We, we am I here, guys? Am I, am I still on? Yeah, you're on, John. Okay. We might have had a, we have an audio issue. Bill, you good? I think so. I think it's on my end. My apologies, but um, if you guys can okay. hear me, I can hear you yeah. now. Are you good? Yeah, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Absolutely. Yeah, we're well, good. Ah, John. Right. Okay, okay. There you go. Um, my my apologies. And Billy, so, let me read a little, just a little excerpt of this article to close out. Um, just to give a little bit of uh, insight into what we were talking about. This technocracy.news piece is a member of the U.S. House Intelligence Committee warned that bioweapons are being made that use a target's DNA to only kill that person. Speaking at the Aspen Security Forum on Friday, U.S. Rep. Jason Crow of Colorado warned Americans not to be so cavalier about sharing their DNA with private companies due to the coming of a new type of weapon. And this is a quote. You can actually take someone's DNA, you know, their medical profile, and you can target a biological weapon that will kill that person or take them off the battlefield or make them inoperable. And that is... Uh, from the congressman who is a former uh, army ranger. Uh, Maybe one of those rare people in Congress who actually get it. I don't know. Do you you guys remember the neutron bomb? Yes. Yeah. Sounds very much like the neutron bomb. Whatever happened to that, by the way, is actually, because that was, if you don't know, that was a a bomb that I never heard anything else about it, but the the whole idea was that it's really advanced because it takes out uh, your targets, but it won't damage the infrastructure or whatever. So this sounds very much like that. Yeah, for humans. Um, yeah. And uh, there was the gay bomb. I remember right. that. That um, you you would shoot. This this is a thing. This is yes, a thing. It's a real right? thing. You, you you shoot it over, and um, it makes the other side gay. That way, they won't fight you. Um, <laughs> this is this is real. You know. Um, uh, what what can I say? Um, and there were, there are tons of other weapons like this, right? But, but the most, this is most concerning because a person can drop dead and they can say, Hey, natural causes. Sure. Sad. Right. He had sads. He was really yeah. sad and he died. Right. Sad. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> spontaneous. Yeah. What is it? Adult death disorder. I forgot right. what it's, uh, sudden, sudden adult, adult death, death syndrome. syndrome. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah. that's what happened. A lot of that um, gone around. He, he just, he just died or he just died in his sleep. You know, we don't know why. And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. You know, so we we have serious issues on our hands. This is why I don't think they give a shit if you have guns or not. I think they want you to have guns so we can use against each other. That's it. Yeah. They don't they don't need guns to control us when they have a DNA specific bioweapons that we can't even trace back to them. So I, I think we got issues, as I continue to say, and, uh, you know, these things, these things continue to be reported and we will try to bring them to you as long as we're here uh, and not. Uh, hopefully we don't get shut down by uh, by uh, DNA bioweapons at this point. But you know what? Why not? Listen, go ahead. And and, and if you were ever curious to, uh, about 23andMe, go ahead and do it at this point. They already got your shit. They already got it. So go find out if you're from Australia or something. I endorse it. All right, Don Jeffries, what did you want to talk about, sir? 
Well, it's a little bit in a similar vein, another Orwellian thing. I'm writing, I don't give too much of a way so people will read the article in American Free Press where I write regularly. It's coming up the next issue. But there's a, a thing in Richmond, Virginia, which isn't that far from me, uh, called Operation Red Ball. And uh, we, we've already heard like uh, inklings from uh, law enforcement and from the government about uh, predictive crime. And you, if you see the movie Minority Report, uh, which is uh, one of the significant movies Spielberg made, actually, because it, it's a it's a big warning there. And they talk about Tom Cruise plays you know the future. Uh, they're going after people before they commit crimes because supposedly they know they're going to commit. They can read their minds right, or whatever. Right. So that's very dangerous, obviously, because needless to say, that's like even if like you had a fleeting thought to rob a bank or something. Uh, you know, you might think if you remember the old Twilight Zone episode, I'm sure Billy Ray does. Remember the episode where. Uh, Darren from Bewitched, Dick York, uh, has the power to hear everybody's thoughts. Yeah. And he has yes. the old guy that's been working there forever. He's been, he's, he thinks he's planning to rob the bank and go off in a bit. But that's been his dream for years. Of course, he's never going to do it. So <clears throat> that's why you, know, that, you, can, you can look back on things like that and see how dangerous that could be. And so in this case, Operation Red Ball, it targets uh, – they're just they're not reading anybody's minds – but they're profiling, definitely, and they're they're starting not shockingly enough in the public housing projects, where of course there's a lot of shooting going on, so there are a lot of shooters there. But they're they're getting the what they call shooters. They're they're apprehending them before they actually commit crime, which is very dangerous precedent to take. And uh, what I found the most amazing is all is the only opposition to this at all. The ACLU actually jumped in, but you know the ACLU said. A while back, you know, we're not concerned about civil liberties anymore, even though we're the American Civil Liberties Union. Yeah, it's kind of we're not interested in that anymore. They're interested in racism and climate change. They actually said that. So predictably, they jumped in and their only concern was that this was profiling black people. Because obviously the public housing projects are, are overwhelmingly black. That's all they cared about. So presumably in their minds, if they went through a trailer park and found lots of so-called white trash, uh, that would be okay, I guess. I mean, this they, they, there are no concept of the bigger picture here. Of this is a dangerous uh, precedent to set anywhere. So, I don't know how many other law enforcement, uh, but if that's if it's happening one place, it's happening other places, and uh, this is going to become a trend because again, no, there's no pushback. The ACLU, the only pushback they have is that why are you concentrating on black people? You do it to everybody equally, it's okay. You know, I mean, that's that's and there's there's no real civil libertarian is saying this is. This is beyond unconstitutional. This is, this is, I don't even think Orwell had anything about that, but very dangerous stuff. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that attracts my attention, but nobody else seems to be noticing. All right. Tony, uh, I want your thoughts. Hold on to them for a second. Uh, Colin Wysong in the chat says, I got 23 and me for Christmas. Um, give your DNA to the new world order for Christmas. I sent the tube in and, uh, and when they said they needed more DNA, I stopped. Not going to give, uh, not going to get me ancestry.com. He says, miss me with that. Miss me with that. If, if they want more DNA, screw that. You know? Um, yeah, I probably would have stopped too. I, I'll tell you what you are. Colin, you're you're absolutely awesome. You're from the awesome tribe, so don't worry about it. You don't need to do that anymore. Somebody gave us tips. Uh, Torinator gave us ten dollars. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. And and I took a picture of your your comments, so we will look into this person you want us to have on and uh, and invite them on. Tone, I'm gonna mute up because oh, it's gone. Okay. okay. 
This is summer in the Bronx, people. You're gonna get you're gonna get uh things like this happening. Somebody else gave us twenty dollars, and I want to catch them. Wow. They gave us twenty bucks. I don't know who they are. We have to look for them. Tony, give me your thoughts, and then I'll uh, while I look. Well, I think that uh, this is the future of law enforcement is is they have more capability in artificial intelligence, and we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, predictive AI here in a second. But uh, th this is going to be something we're going to have to fight uh, for the rest of our lives because there, more and more technology. And again, it's interesting because we have evidence all around us in real time out in the open of criminals, high profile, the biggest criminals on earth, hurting humanity, taking our freedoms, uh, subverting our ability to uh, have new inventions and breakthroughs. And I mean, again, we're being held back by a class of criminals, but nobody wants to concentrate on that. I mean, anybody has the ability in law enforcement to do anything. You don't need an AI predictive program to find MS-13 or the mob or, or, or grifting politicians. They're everywhere, but they're looking to, to control people. They're going to control people that would possibly be a threat that aren't really buying into the system that may be outside of the system. And they want to use these new technologies to keep a, a boot on their neck. And we're, we're, this is something I think is going to go on. It's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. I agree. I agree. Patrick S in the chat gave us $20. What is going on? Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Dope. Yeah. Um, thank you for everything you guys do. Um, I'm going to get John's uh, take on all of this. And then we're going to wrap up. John, what's up, buddy? All right. Yeah, it just goes ever since we've had all these new technologies, maybe the last 10 or 20 years, how much our privacy has gone away and how much of a danger this new minority report type society uh, could be. So it's, it's pretty crazy. So no, I completely I, and totally agree, bro. Yeah. What happened? You had something else to say? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I just did a uh, Tony statements and uh Don statements basically. Yeah, we can we continue to 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 board ourselves in with a digital a digital fence. You know, we don't even realize it. You know, we we look at this as advancement and in in, yeah. in large part it is, but it, it's we it's a trade-off. We don't we we're, we're not getting this advancement for free. We we pay for it with our privacy and we pray we uh, pay for it with uh with our individuality. It's gone. All of that shit. Um, and, um, everything about us is known. There is no reasonable expectation of privacy. There is no expectation of privacy, not even a reasonable yeah. one. There's nothing like you, there's nothing private about you down to your DNA. They know that and they'll know more, you know, and, um, it's not a good situation, ladies and gents, but Hey, we got to, you know, we got the midterms coming up. That should be fun. <laughs> We got Marjorie Taylor Greene out there saying some crazy shit. We got Ted Cruz. Oh, let's not forget about Ted Cruz, Tone, before we get up out of here. We have to show the people Ted Cruz's entrance at this convention. Did you send me that clip again? I did send it to okay. you, but let me, oh, let me look for it. I'll send it again. Hopefully I can find it, man. This is let's, gold. We got, a, we got a little bit. I can go a little bit longer today, but uh, do you want, let's, let's do that at the end. Uh, I wanted to get everybody's take on this last story that I brought up. And this is something that was a link on Drudge. And it's from the 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 sun.com. In times creepy, doll <laughs> EAI asked to predict last selfie taken on Earth, and it's horrifying. And I want to show you guys. I know that the podcast folks <laughs> find this thing, but there's a there's this one right here that I found fast. This is the, supposed to be the AI. It predicts the last selfie on Earth, and this is obviously. Um, 
you know, there's a looks like there's a nuclear detonation, some a mushroom cloud in the background. I'm looking up here above his head. I'm using my mouse here for the video audience. This looks like some sort of UFO is hovering above him. And uh, he's obviously like, you know, he's got some sort of radiation. He's got blood all over his mouth. And then uh, over his left shoulder, there yeah, is yeah. a looks like Planet X has entered our atmosphere. <laughs> so this is this is a uh, Nerubu or whatever that is. Uh, it's entered our yeah. atmosphere. It's it's causing all life. But but again, don't worry, folks. If you look right underneath the Planet X, there's somebody with a MAGA hat on. They made it all the way to the end of time. Damn. And, uh, they, trust, they trusted the plan. All the guys staring at me like. Two more, two more weeks. Two more weeks. You <laughs> <laughs> made it all the way to the end. Shit, that means we gotta have. We're gonna deal with this crap for the rest of humanity for the rest of our time here on Earth, man. I was hoping after 2024 we'd be done with this crap. You're telling me to the end of the world? Well, maybe the end of the world is 2024. We don't know at this point. Uh, that's crazy, right? Look, look at what we have to look forward to. Uh, Joe Biden apparently made it to the end of the world too. Look at him right there, right behind. And uh, there's a guy with a MAGA hat behind him. It's crazy. This is this is nuts. Um, I mean, but this is easy to predict, right? You know, we don't need an AI, especially if it's the last uh, the last selfie ever taken. Some 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 bad shit is going on, right? Like the the Earth is on fire or flooded, like one of the two. So, well, I mean, it brings up a, a philosophical question. What's up? It is is the idea that humanity does not go on forever that you know, because I, I we grew up in the '80s, Bill. I remember everything, all these apocalypse, post-apocalyptic Terminator. Everything was, uh, you know, end end days, end of time. Like right. that, we we humanity was not going on forever. There was an end point. There was, you know, all the major religions. Is that built into us? And then now that we are messing with artificial intelligence, do they? Does the artificial intelligence? I don't know what their pronoun is, but does does the AI? Does it also sense that 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 people? have an end and then we're accelerating towards that end the pronoun is is kiss my ass like <laughs> ted cruz what a fucking cornball that guy is me couldn't he couldn't buy a charisma if the charisma store was giving it away bro like the, the dude is such a piece of filth regardless of that um I, I think it's built in in every human and i think every human deals with it differently some some humans deal with it with uh with religion and 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 belief in God and hope hoping that there's more to this than than what we think and other humans deal with it as we need to do something to stay alive forever, right? And 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 that's those are where Sorry. where we stand on both of this. I think we're we're uh, we're conditioned. To, I mean, it's gonna happen. I think it's it's inevitable personally, right? That humanity will not be around forever. At least certainly not in the state that we are right now. If if we move into the future. You know, maybe maybe we've gone to to Mars, right, and and brought it back, and we would look totally different. We wouldn't look like like humans like we do now. So at some point, it's coming to an end, you know. Um, and I think that's embedded in everybody, and that's why, uh, you know, and 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 shows like like I mean, uh, movies like The Terminator, they're prophetic. It's not it's not science fiction. It's it's uh, it's science prophecy. Right. It's just gonna go down, and we're we're building it. You know, even though we know, and I, and I, I got to stop saying we, they are building it, even though they know that it's a problem. Look what they were trying to do with CERN. They're like, all right, let's, 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 let's have CERN, let's shoot all these particles together and see if we can recreate the Big Bang, even though we don't even know if it was real. 
but we're going to try to recreate it any anyway. And we, by mistake, can create a black hole that will suck up the entire world. This is what they were talking about openly, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Right. And if they screwed up and ended humanity, well, everybody'd be gone by then. So we can't hold them accountable for anything. But still, like they're allowed to do this shit. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead, Tony, and then go around the go around the panel. Well, I mean, it's all about uh can we, not should we? Mm. There's no wisdom, right, in the right. modern era. And I think a lot of this, Billy, is self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. I think it really is. I mean, I, I don't think that humanity as a whole is always geared towards uh, destruction and death. But our leaders are, and we can't seem to break that cycle. If we ever break the cycle where the worst of us, uh, you know, if we can break it where the worst of us is not leading us, then I think we have a future. But if not, then I think that AI is probably right. Mm. All right, Don, what's up? What do you think about the last selfie ever in the history well, I of think, mankind? I think one one thing you can predict about that is that there will be selfies taken at the last possible minute, undoubtedly. And, and uh, <laughs> the problem, Dude, that's no the biggest question. point we got to take out of all of this. You're absolutely right. Go ahead. I don't know what the background will look like, but and, but uh, to be honest, I don't think it's going to be like a, a, a guy. I mean, I think it's pretty much going to be tons of young girls that will be doing it because they will literally be taking it to the absolute last second. And they'll be answering each other as exactly as they, oh my, oh my, OMG, you know, and I guess, you see, you know, I guess, and they'll still be primping, you know, presumably for, for Armageddon. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's pretty sad that we even have, that, that we can sit there and look at that and think, well, you know, because all of us kind of feel that, you know, my, my people that are especially religious, um, like my friend, Bob Wilson, lots of people think this is a biblical end times. Uh, certainly feels that way, but it certainly feels like uh, things are coming to a head. And because uh, it's just, it's, it's, Billy talked a, a, earlier about, I can say you mentioned, but you mentioned something that we're going downhill, but uh, it's, it's like we're on a roller coaster, an out of control roller coaster. Uh, the, th the thing ended up being a lot scarier than we thought. The drops are way bigger and we haven't reached the biggest drop yet. And uh, we can't get out. <clears throat> you know, people are screaming, you know, and we just have to hope, you know, that, uh, we, so I think that's where we're at. That we're just uh, we're just on this thing. We can't get off, and there's nothing we can do. The and, and the person you know running the roller coaster is an absolute psycho. You know, by the way. So uh, you know, delights in this. That's where we're at, and uh, it's it's a shame, but uh, it never gives us. Uh, we never at a, at a loss for things to talk about or write about. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, John. We're coming your way in just a second, but Jason right. Barker in the chat. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Always good to see you. He says. He wants a wise wolf hat, Tony. Says he wants to know if you have an, an online store because he wants a wise wolf hat. And I get you uh, a wise wolf hat. Right. And and uh, Harps, it says he's always in for new hats. He likes hats too. And uh, Tom Cooper says he has a wise wolf shirt. It's incredible. All of these things, they're dope. Wise wolf shirts are dope. I was wearing mine the other day. I have wise wolf's hat as well. Uh, that Tone was nice enough to send me. I don't know. Do you have an online store for this stuff? Coming soon. Actually, America Unplugged is going to have a store, and mm. we we'll sell everything there. You can. My wife's working on a Don Jeffries chair don't. shirt right now, and uh, <laughs> I or you can buy a replica of Don Jeffries' actual <laughs> chair. I'm sorry, don't. <laughs> don't. Did I? Did I? I stepped all over you. My apologies, brother. What were you saying? No, I'm, I'm just uh, thinking about the design. We're going to have some great designs there in the America Unplugged store. It's coming soon. I'm working right. on it. That's my, that's my, my next project after the 
um, I got about 300 left and then I'll get there. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, you, you can buy you can buy a replica of Don Jeffrey's chair. If you, yes. want. you know, we're, we're looking into that <laughs> infinite fringe hats. Those are going to be dope all right? because they're going to be new era hats and they're going to be like limited edition because they cost too much money to make. So those are going to be hot. So if you guys want infinite fringe hats, if you don't want them, I'll, I'll wear them all. <laughs> they're going to look fantastic. John, we're coming to you. End of the oh, world no. selfie, brother. Where will you take it? If, if you're around for the end of the world, there's a, 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 a volcano exploding wherever you're at. Will you take a, a, a selfie and upload it to social media? Well, hopefully I won't be that narcissistic to be thinking about selfies when the end of the world's happening. But you never know. So, I, I've had my own uh, that wasn't being narcissistic like any millennial, but yeah, it's just crazy. I, I hope uh, all this apocalyptic talk never uh, remotely comes true. And maybe a lot of it's just a psyop to keep people in fear and stuff. You know, a lot of people think uh, like nuclear bombs, like that we never really dropped the nuclear bomb on Hiroshima. And, uh, you know, like a lot of that stuff's just a hoax, like that you know basically like end of the world nuclear bomb technology we have we obviously have technology to to end uh you know to send people back to like third world status but as far as like the end of the world i hope our elites aren't that crazy to uh and that suicidal because their future is going to be destroyed as well whoever's making those decisions so agreed agreed i for one will make sure i take a selfie at the end of the world um be like oh shit the antichrist and take a quick Selfie with me and the Antichrist. Go and pose with that. me, will you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, the, it's the end of the world. Throw me a bone, brother. Come on. Um, but uh, but let's see what develops, man. I, I believe it. I think you make an extra an excellent point, Don. I, I really do. I, I think people will be taking selfies at the end of the world. Hashtag and, revelation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll absolutely happen, man. And and that speaks to where we are as a species. Anyway, Tony. I got yeah, it. All right. Let, let me set this up, ladies and gents. Ted Cruz, the most electrifying <laughs> man in 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 the in uh, what is it in the right wing media, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, he came out to to. I mean, they had pyrotechnics. I mean, they had music. This was a WW. This was a tribute to Vince McMahon, who was made to step down because he, just like Donald Trump, is an incredible piece of crap. But here we go, Ted Cruz. This is the guy that was cool with Donald Trump saying that his wife was a pig um, coming coming out to this entrance. Check this out. Go ahead. Play it, Tone. He has managed to unify the country. Everyone agrees he's doing a terrible job. This is badass. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> he did the Dean scream. Remember right. that he ruined Howard Dean's career. Like he was, a, yeah. he was an on track yeah. president, and he went, Wah! and everybody said, "I can't, well, we can't do it." That was, that was a different America. A very, a very different America. You know, Hailing from, from the great state of Texas. Ted Cruz, Ted ladies and gentlemen. You know, I've been, I mean, Ted Cruz and I were introduced to speak at the same time in Washington, D.C. back in uh, 2014. And oh. uh, I remember that. I remember that very well. The, the two gentlemen from Texas we spoke, I think it was the ex-president of the NRA 
uh, called us both up to to talk. But you know, Ted is a lot different than me uh, because Ted is just like he was introduced. He's smoking mirrors. That's all he is. He's smoking mirrors. He's, he's an establishment guy tied to the bushes that fooled values voters and Tea Party people for what? Now was it? I'm going on almost ten years now. Yeah, and that's it. He's smoking mirrors, just like his introduction. You know, it's it's funny because that 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 was a badass entrance the only thing that was wrong with it is that we got ted cruz at the end of it like it was so anticlimactic right it's like whoa what is going on here we're getting something good everybody's why does it say ted cruz in the background oh let's ignore that this shit is dope and then oh there's ted cruz and he screamed you know it was it was crazy when i saw it i'm like man this was turning point turning point usa or something i put this on i don't don't know turn it's it said it in the background and to give a man like Ted Cruz that type of an entrance, thinking it was going to make a little difference, like, come on. Man. Anyway, what's up, Don? What are you thinking? What did you think of that? You see, if we did this for Don Jeffries when we do the America <laughs> Unplugged Tour, that, 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 that would deal. be justified. Right, exactly. Go yeah. ahead, Don. Keep those tips coming in, folks, because that's going to cost a lot of money. we <laughs> need some big tips. Uh, yeah, I mean... I can't think of somebody who's, like you said, is very uh, unworthy of the honor. I mean, he's not exactly Mr. Excitement. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and Cruz, like Trump, again, he's got, how long has he been in Washington, D.C.? Maybe 15, 20 years? I don't know. Uh, he's, he's got a track record. So, uh, to my knowledge, he's had rhetoric here or there where he kind of talks, you know, about the open borders here or there. He says, you know, he'll say a few things here that catch your interest, but he's, he's got a track record. You know, how did, how did Ted Cruz vote on, was he around for the Patriot Act? I don't know, but I'm sure he would have voted for it, uh, that kind of thing. So, yeah, these people, you put your trust in these people. Same thing on the left with Bernie Sanders. I used to try to tell people, you do realize how many decades he's been in power, right? So he's, he's not, what has he done that's revolutionary ever? He's, you know, he'll, he's talked about auditing the Fed like Rand Paul has. Okay, that's nice, but he's done nothing else. So you just, you got to look at these people's track records. And, uh, you know, last person that, that really tried to do something revolutionary from the start, well, you had Huey Long. You look somebody like Huey Long. Check out what Huey Long did when he entered the Senate. The first day, the first day he made a speech blasting his party's, the leader of his party, and making fun of all the corporate people that he was in the pocket of. Check it out. It's still in the Senate record. So that's that's about the last one that ever went in, into uh, the Senate and, and uh, you know, really made waves. Wow. Wow. Um Thanks for that, Don. Uh, Jason Barker in the chat says that he doesn't get notifications when we go live. Says he does for everybody else that he subscribes to, but not necessarily us. If anybody else is having that problem, please let us know. See what we can do about it. All right, John. Last, last but not least, I want your thoughts. What did you think about Ted Cruz coming out? You know, yeah, in, well, in, uh, in the red well, underwear, the red, white, and blue, <laughs> the whole deal. What's up? Well, see, seeing that, maybe he'll make a surprise appearance tonight at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Never Brock Lesnar right. versus Roman Reigns yeah. versus Ted Cruz. Yeah. Ladies Ted Cruz uh, appears at the end and wins the championship. <laughs> Cash is in. Yeah, Dude, man, in. It... Cash is in the money in the bank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, John, we should, come on, we should come on and do a review on yeah. SummerSlam at this point yeah, since exactly. you seem like you know what you're talking John about. Knows, John knows, he knows wrestling, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan as well, yeah. So sorry to hear that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> reluctantly, yeah. We 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 should do a a SummerSlam review. I I, I yeah. can't promise I will be able to watch SummerSlam. I think it's tonight. But if, yeah, if yeah, it is tonight. Know, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll hit you up if I'm if I'm uh if I watch it and we could do a review of it of some sort. I doubt it though. 
But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we got. I mean, we saved the best for last. We saved Ted Cruz coming out and rocking it like only Ted Cruz can uh, for last. So you guys could see that, man. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Tell the people where they can find you. Well, you can find me on my website, arterburn.news. It's for my uh, radio show, the Arterburn Radio Transmission. And I have a podcast uh, also gets posted there called Paratruther. Mm. And uh, we got a new episode coming out next week on 1979. I'm now doing years. I thought that was a good idea. Maybe something that's not been done before. We'll go over some years in history. Um, Wise Wolf Golden Crypto Show on today at 3 p.m. Central Time with uh, the great Kinsey. She'll be there, Gen Z researcher. Um, and uh, we, we do a show on cryptocurrencies, gold and silver, anything but fiat. Um, AmericaUnplugged.com, Billy. That's right. That's Fantastic. Don Jeffries, the legendary himself. What's going on? Tell the people something. Uh, you can find all you need to know at donaldjeffries.media. And I want to promote uh, they have this new thing on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter, please look me up at Don Jeffries. I need more followers there. But uh, this Twitter spaces, uh, I, uh, my friend Australian Ben, I don't know if he's in the chat room, not Ben Atkinson, but he's been trying to talk to me about doing this Twitter spaces because unlike regular Twitter, Twitter spaces doesn't censor anything. I mean, you, it's completely free speech. It's amazing. I don't know how, they, how it works. And uh, we did one last Tuesday, and it was a much better success than I had any right to expect. So uh, lots and lots of people joined in. So it's easy to see. You'll see the – I've already put out a notification tonight at 8 o'clock. So you got, don't have a hot date night, come and join. Hot Saturday night date night, 8 p.m. Eastern with Don Jeffries. On, and I'll be reading my latest Substack article, and then it'll be open. I mean, we, we had – last week we had uh, – we had people, uh, we had some guy from Scotland who was, I don't, I think he was from Scotland, but he was doing all kinds of accents too. So I don't know, but he was a character and he kept breaking the rules. And we had another, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I met another big fan from Australia, some reptile guy who was really great. And then uh, my friend Lisa Belanger was my co-host. I think she's going to be the co-host and maybe Helly Weird, if you remember my show, I protest the, the woman that's afraid to reveal our identity that was at January 6th. So she might be there too. So uh very cool stuff. It's a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. So if you don't have anything going on at 8 p.m. Eastern night, go to Twitter and check out Spaces. Sounds super cool, sir. Go to go to Twitter and check out Spaces for Don Jeffries un, uncensored, ladies and gents. The real deal. Uh, uh, Jason Barker gave us $10. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. We appreciate you. Look, look, look at what you guys got, Mr. Jeffries. It's a brand new microphone. I mean, Tony purchased yes. it, but, but, uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it comes from what you guys were able to, to give us with tips. And, and we say we invested back in the show. We're not kidding. You got a brand yeah, new mic. Too. Yeah, he, he's got you. a new computer. You new, know, a new, web, new webcam, new laptop. Yeah, it's great. To, to, to make him sound better. We really appreciate it. All of us. Don appreciates it. Tony yes. does. Yes. I'm sure John does, too. We all appreciate it yeah. here at America Unplugged. Thank you very much for tuning in week after week. And, you know, tip in the jar. We don't ask for anything from you guys. You guys give it to us anyway, and we really appreciate it, man. It means a lot to us. All right. John, tell the people where they can find you. What's up? Yeah, uh, you can find me on uh, I have LinkedIn profile, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all those things. And uh, actually, uh, IMDB or IMDB Pro, because I was an extra in a few movies a few years ago. So Whoa. you can find me there as well. So Like what? Uh, it was an independent film called Dakota in 2018 and also uh a netflix series uh called messiah came out for a year dope. Dope. yeah that was fun to work on so fantastic yeah all right buddy thank you for joining us today we appreciate it man my name oh, is yeah. billy ray valentine 
Come check us at uh, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com. We put up an episode about QAnon and the return, and uh, we've gotten pretty decent feedback on it. I was expecting to get buried on that, and I haven't. So thank you very much. Go over there and check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com, The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast, and of course, America Unplugged right here every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern. If you do not get the notification, it's going to happen either at 12 p.m. Eastern, 12, 10, 12, 15. Around that time, we're coming on live. So just tune in and you can see us, of course, AmericaUnplugged.com. You can find the podcast, subscribe and rate and do your thing. Don't burn the place down while we're gone, people. John149, what's going on? I see you. And everybody else in the chat, I didn't get to shout. Take it easy now. Bye-bye.